Imagine, if you will, a cave woman. We'll call her Rija. Now, Rija's job in life, apart from reproduction, was pretty simple. She was a gatherer. On any given day, Rija would sally forth into the world. She would scrabble about in the dirt, trying to find the camus roots and sort them out from, say, the similar in all but one respect, death camus roots. She knew which berries to harvest, which tree's fruit was safe. Now, she'd never think about grass seed. Grasses provided no nutritional value, and their seeds were hard and tough, not good to eat. Rija was highly skilled at knowing which plants were edible. She hadn't yet figured out that if you took that grass seed and bashed it between two rocks, you would get a powder that, when mixed with water and heated up over fire, turned into delicious bread. No, Rija was concerned with plants that were edible, not plants that could be made edible with processing. Wild potatoes, onions, fruits, vegetables, these were Rija's go-to. On top of that, she'd be picking up grubs, snails, bugs, and small protein sources. If she were really fabulously lucky, one of the men in the village would have killed some larger animal, rabbit, squirrel, or, fingers crossed, deer, elk, boar, or bison. Again, if Rija was lucky, her group of cave people would have discovered, stolen, fire. With that fire, she could heat up whatever she had that was big enough to jam onto a stick and hold over the fire. If she was really, really creative, she would heat up a flat rock in the fire, and then use that to heat some of the other things she had gathered. This was the maximum extent to which Rija would go to convert the hunted and gathered food into the eaten food. She was simply not technologically advanced enough to do anything else with it. I'm going to take a moment here to note that anthropologists are still bickering over gender roles and social structure. This isn't that book. I know that I'm using commonly held gender stereotypes here, but please, bear with me. The point here is this. Rija's efforts were combined with similar efforts of cave people everywhere, and were the only thing to feed and sustain our ancestors. Imagine, for a moment, Rija's reaction if she could simply walk into a modern grocery store. The volume and variety of fruits and vegetables that can be found in just one aisle of the grocery store would take her weeks or even months to gather. And even then she wouldn't be able to keep it all from going bad. She'd at least know what to do with them, though. Eat them. The meat aisle would be strange, but not entirely unfamiliar. The idea that you can just go somewhere and get meat without having to run it down and often risk your own health or safety would be completely foreign. Buying just enough meat to use before it went rancid would be something of a new concept, and the refrigeration units we have would confuse and terrify poor Rija, but she'd be able to look at the meat and know what to do with it. Eat it. Maybe heat it up first, but eat it. Now, Let's look at the rest of the store. We've got two sections in which Rija is at least solidly grounded. Everywhere else is powders, oils, sauces, baked goods, and non-water beverages with strange colors and even stranger textures. The sheer level of processing that has gone into these items would, to Rija, place them into the category of not food.